What are you doing? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people have come here to sell chocolate. They've all been crushed by the chocolate cartel. You can't get a shop without selling chocolate, and you can't sell chocolate without a shop. Look at that, just a nice, family-friendly movie with absolutely no funny business. Are you paying attention, Disney? You see, there's there's no feminist heroine, there's no first ever trans, non-binary drag queen character, just a wholesome, magical kids film that has some nice music. Music, by the way, not written, Okay, by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And lo and behold, almost everybody seems to love it. So this kind of stuff is possible, which begs the question, Disney, why aren't you doing more of this? And why does this film feel like such a rare gem in 2023? It's usually the videos where I'm talking about movies I don't like that I end up getting worked up. But here it's like, I did, I did like this film. It's just, I, I'm still mad because it reminds me of how bad other films are. But let's talk about Warner Brothers' new film, Wonka, which serves as a prequel slash origin story to the beloved 1971 classic Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And yes, I do acknowledge that the film Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Tim Burton with Johnny Depp also kind of takes place in this world with Willy Wonka inspired by the Road Doll book. But as I will explain later. If you ask me, this film is more in line with the Gene Wilder version of the character and that universe than the one with Johnny Depp. Now, I will admit, when I first saw the trailer for Wonka before it ever came out, I kind of rolled my eyes like, oh, gee, another prequel, sequel, spin-off, reboot of an existing franchise that absolutely nobody asked for. Like, oh, another Willy Wonka movie? Really, Warner Brothers? Like, you, you that desperate to make a quick buck? And from what I saw online at the time, I think that general skepticism toward the film was pretty widely shared, but now that I have actually seen it, I must report that I am pleasantly surprised, which almost never happens. Let's talk about why that is. And just a heads up, if you haven't seen the movie yet and you don't want any spoilers, then I would say pause this video and come back to it later because we are gonna get into specifics of the plot here. So Wonka opens up by introducing us to a young Willy Wonka played by Timothée Chalamet. And you have to excuse me. So this guy's name uh, is French. He is French. Has am I, or at least I'm from Quebec, so I'm not really sure how French to go with the pronunciation of his name, if that makes sense. Like, do I call him Timothée Chalamet, which is his name, but since I'm speaking English, makes me sound like a douche. Or do I just call him Timothy Chalamet and inevitably have people in the comments being like, well, actually, that's not how you're supposed to pronounce it. It's like, I know how I'm supposed to pronounce it, but that's not really how people actually pronounce it. So, I, I mean, I don't know, probably looking too much into things. But anyway, this young Willy Wonka arrives in the big city to fulfill his dream of becoming the world's best chocolate maker. And his goal is to open up his very own shop at the famous Gallery Gourmet. The problem, however, as is often the case when you have lofty dreams, is that he has absolutely no money. And now because of this, and unfortunately for Wonka, through a series of unfortunate events, he does find himself basically an indentured servant. He finds himself indebted to a pair of villains named Mrs. Scrubbit and her henchman Bleacher, who trap and force him to work in their laundry house in order to pay off this basically BS debt that they claim he owes them because he didn't read the fine print on a very, very evil contract. Which just goes to show boys and girls 
contract lawyers, okay? Sometimes a necessary evil to protect yourself. And we have a lot more to talk about with this film, but first I do wanna say a big thank you to our sponsor, Cozy Earth. If you are racking your brain, still trying to think of the right present for someone, you will never ever go wrong with a gift from Cozy Earth. Whether it's their best-selling sheets, luxury pajamas, ultra comfortable joggers, plush lounge shocks, or premium bath towel collection, you are sure to find the coziest gift for everyone on your list. If you guys know me, you'll know that I have loved Cozy Earth for years, for longer than they've been a sponsor of this channel. My Cozy Earth joggers are my favorite pants. My Cozy Earth bed sheets are my favorite bed sheets. Their towels fluffier than a cloud. And if you're already a fan of Cozy Earth like I am, then it's definitely worth you going to the site and maybe placing another order because they've just gotten a bunch new designs for their clothing line, which I think is awesome. They have new menswear like polos as well as stuff for women. I mean, I'm definitely gonna be grabbing myself a new pair of sweatpants from them. Cozy Earth sheets and pajamas are made with viscose from bamboo. So they're not only uniquely soft, but also temperature regulating, which allows you to sleep comfortably year round. I know I do. Plus all Cozy Earth products come with a 10 year warranty. So give the gift of comfort this season and save up to 40% on Cozy Earth, go to CozyEarth.com and enter my promo code CHEN at checkout. Again, that'll let you save up to 40%. And while you're there, be sure to check out their new cuddle blanket. Everyone's gonna love that too. That's CozyEarth.com with the promo code CHEN. Again, CozyEarth.com with the promo code CHEN. And a big thank you to Cozy Earth for sponsoring this video. And another thing that stands in the way of Willy Wonka achieving his childhood dream of chocolate excellence is the fact that the town is essentially run by a chocolate cartel made up of the three most powerful chocolatiers. These three men who essentially form big chocolate uh, in the film, they bribe the chief of police uh, to keep Willy Wonka down because they don't want have to face the competition. Just a great example of big business corruption working to keep the little guy down. Thankfully though, to help him overcome these challenges, uh, Wonka does have the help of Noodle, a sweet orphan girl who also works at the laundry house and who befriends him, as well as a handful of other zany characters who have also been trapped into servitude by the evil uh, Mrs. Scrubbit. And so the bulk of the film is basically comprised of Wonka working with his friends to sell chocolate to the public without Mrs. Scrubbit and Bleacher realizing that they are sneaking away from the laundry house while simultaneously trying to evade the corrupt chief of police as well as the malicious plans of the chocolate cartel. If I have to describe this film in one word as someone who grew up in the 90s, it would probably be nostalgic. It's hard to describe exactly what it is about this film that reminds me of the films that I grew up with. I'm not sure if it's the campy villains, the sugary tone, and yes, perhaps simplistic plot, or if it's the fact that, as I mentioned before, uh, there's no discernible political messaging, which is nice. Or maybe it's just a combination of all of those factors, but regardless of what it is specifically, I have to say, I left this movie feeling genuinely warm and fuzzy inside, which is just so rare nowadays. And now that's not to say that this movie is perfect. The original songs included here, of which there are many, sure, they could have been a little catchier. The acting, aside from Timothy Chalamet, who we'll get to in just a second, and it could have been a little tighter. And here I'm specifically talking about Calla Lane who plays Noodle. I'm not saying she was terrible and she is after all a kid and it's just, it's really hard to find a good child actor as well as be a good child actor. But if I'm being honest, yeah, sometimes her delivery kind of took me out of the film. And as other people have pointed out, if we are being like nitpicky with the writing here, uh, I would say somewhere between the second and third act, it does 
feel like the film is kind of just wandering around. It could have been tighter. It definitely could have been shorter. But honestly, overall, this is a really good movie and I would not be surprised if this ends up becoming a classic. Currently, the film has an 89% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes as well as an 83% tomato meter score. And hey, regardless of any other noise, anytime that audiences and professional critics both agree that something is good, that's generally a good sign. And this also brings me to one of the pretty popular criticisms that I knew the film had going into it, but now that I've seen it, I don't really think we're warranted. And that is the backlash to Timothy Chalamet's casting as Wonka. You see, before the film was even released, there were reports and articles going around explaining how Timothy Chalamet didn't even need to audition to be given the role of Willy Wonka. Apparently the director saw him in some high school stuff that he had done and he just immediately knew he was the guy, he wanted to play Wonka and offered him the spot without even needing to see him try to portray the role. This, for some reason, upset a lot of the internet. There are a lot of people saying that he was miscast. There were a lot of people saying that the fact that he didn't need to audition was unfair to other actors. And now that the film has come out, there are still people, even though they're in the minority, saying that uh, Timothy Chalamet, he didn't do a good job here, or that the role should have gone to someone else who was more accomplished playing a weirdo as someone like maybe Daniel Radcliffe or Nicholas Holt. And I gotta say, I'm usually someone who like is on board with criticism of like films or Hollywood in general, just because screw those guys for the most part. But I really do think that Timothy Chalamet did a good job here. I think physically, uh, you know, he is kind of reminiscent of a young Gene Wilder. And he also did a good job, I think, bringing a boyish charm and innocence to the role. Because if we're being real, like as an adult, the, the concept of Willy Wonka as a character it's kind of, it could kind of come across as creepy if played the wrong way. But Timothy Chalamet, I think, does a good job just playing it straight and wholesome. And regarding the fact that he didn't need to audition, I mean, yeah, maybe you could say that it isn't fair, but I, I don't think anyone would claim that Hollywood or the entertainment industry in general is fair. And actually that reminds me of another issue or problem that I know some people at least have with this film. And uh, that's the fact that it is almost too wholesome, some might say. If you've seen Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, you'll know that Wonka has a bit of an edge. He can kind of be a little prickly and a little cynical. And even in Tim Burton's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, I mean, it's safe to say that the movie does have some darker tones and elements. And those aspects in general, I think make a lot of sense uh, if you have read the Rodal book, which I did years and years ago when I was younger. But I mean, this is a story where kids are getting turned into blueberries for not listening and being sucked up into chocolate water filtration systems. It's a little dark when you think of it, uh, but dark is not a word I would use to describe Wonka as a film at all. And so there are folks who are saying that Wonka can't really be a, a legitimate or honest prequel uh, to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because it's just, it's too sugary. But honestly, and maybe you guys feel different, I would love to know. I prefer this sugary, more just straight up wholesome, happy film. And sure, maybe that means that it's not as true of a prequel as it could have been, which is fair. But I feel like in this day and age, the whimsical tone that Wonka managed to achieve is just so rare. So no, I wouldn't have wanted darker elements in it in case they would have jeopardized that. And previously I mentioned how, like if we're talking about straight up like Wonka lore, how this film fits much better with the 1971 version uh, than the Tim Burton version. And that's because in this film, Willy Wonka does talk about his 
childhood, which is something the Johnny Depp film also had Wonka doing. But unlike the Johnny Depp film, where Wonka describes a pretty dark, almost traumatic childhood with his no-nonsense, uncaring father, in the Timothy Chalamet version of the character, that timeline, he actually describes a really nice and happy childhood with a mom who loved him and how they bonded together over chocolate. Obviously, those are two conflicting versions of a Wonka childhood. I personally, I prefer the sweeter one. It's it's supposed to be sweet. Not a dark chocolate person, none of that, okay? We are milk chocolate, if not white chocolate over here. Especially as a film coming out around Christmas, I'm glad, I'm glad it was happy and sugary. Those are basically my thoughts though, and here as always is what Papa Chen has to say. I really enjoyed the movie because it was entertaining and it's not that long and it's easy to follow, nothing weird and you can tell the audience after the movie, they all were happy with it. And even myself, like sometimes when the movie is boring, I could tell you it's not a good movie. This movie, I enjoy it. Especially in this year, 2023, really not so many good movies. This movie I think costs around 125 million to make. Do you think they're gonna be profitable after the run is over? Absolutely, because so far I've been following it, they already recovered almost 16 million. And the season only started for Christmas, I mean. So all the way to near year end, they're gonna make a lot of money from the box office. So far, this film seems well received by audiences and critics, doing pretty well financially. We also recently saw Wish, and it was not the case for that movie. It disappointed the box office. Audiences weren't loving it. Do you think there's any lessons for Disney here? Absolutely. Walt Disney, this year, I've seen a lot of movies by Walt Disney. None of them impressed me. And also, their budget is two times as this Wonka movie. And yet, all the movies I've seen by Walt Disney, they are really one after the other, worse than the others. Now, something we sometimes comment on when we watch movies is like the weird stuff they include, especially Disney. Uh, how do you think this film would be received by families, people with small children? Is it something good to bring them to? That is one of the reasons why Warner Brothers did the right thing, because they don't want to include any weird things, like uh, that could piss off certain group, age group or certain uh, segment of the, of the audience, they just did the right thing. You know, just like a regular movie for the Christmas season, good for the Christmas spirit, good for the families. That's what people want. So those are our thoughts and we would love to know yours. Have you seen the film yet? And if so, what did you think? What did you think of Timothy Chalamet and his performance? Let us know down below. If you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a very Merry Christmas. Until next time.